You're listening to the message podcast of High Ridge Church Longview, where our vision is to help you know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and ultimately make a difference. We are so glad that you're here, and we pray that this message impacts your life as you apply the spiritual truths from God's Word in practical ways. Let's listen in. Good morning, everybody. It is Legacy Sunday. It is literally like one of my most favorite times of the year. This is an amazing part of the season because I get to share with you how our year has made a difference. I'm so excited to share with you so many things. I've got so many things to tell you. We are not going to nearly have as much time as I want to, but grab your Bibles if you would. Second Corinthians chapter 9. We're going to get started there, and then we're going to move into celebrating some of the most amazing wins that I've ever seen in the history of our church. Bar none, it's going to be exciting. It is Legacy Sunday, and as we're turning to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, I wanted to say a couple quick things. Um, over the next two weeks, we got some crazy schedules. So Saturday is Christmas Eve. We will have 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock services. We will not have services here on that Sunday. Take and enjoy Christmas Day off. January the 1st, we will also not have any services in person. We're going to remind you of 2020 and go back to online for one day, just one day, just one day. You can handle it, boo-boo. One day. We are going to do a service uh, that's going to be re- uh, video recorded, a recorded message. We got some worship for you that you can enjoy with your family. So if you show up here, clean up the parking lot, but we ain't going to be here. We value rest. We value health. And uh, rest is an incredibly big part of your health. And so we're going to have our staff be able to take a true week off because caring for you takes a lot. You are a lot. You a handful. Let me just tell you, it takes a lot. And uh, you'll understand why as we finish up this message today. Uh, why it's so important for us to rest well, because we have been doing a lot on your behalf. And I want to just tell you, just thank you. Now, as we celebrate a bunch of wins and a bunch of of things that are happening all around the world because of this church, uh, not only do I get to say thank you and get to show and express my appreciation, but I also have to preface this by saying there are many stories that I cannot tell you. And I cannot tell you for a couple of reasons. Number one is it may not be safe for them Much of what we're doing is being broadcast on the internet. I cannot mention names, places, initials, people. I can't tell you the names of their ministries. I can't tell you anything about them. Just know that they're extremely grateful. Um, They live in places where it is not okay to share the gospel. And we have many stories that are like that where I just can't tell you. Um, But we got a lot that I can tell you. And then also there's plenty of stories I can't tell you just for the simple fact of dignity. There are some people in this room that we've been able to help. And uh, we're not trying to, to, uh, to embarrass or single out anyone like that. So it's always a, a, a tight rope that I kind of have to walk there when I'm sharing with you all the ways that you're able to make a difference. But there are literally hundreds of ways that I can't tell you that you are making a fantastic difference. But today is a lot of things that I can tell you. Not only can I tell you, I get to show you today. And so that's a, that's a pretty big thing. So we're going to get into God's word. And at the end of the service today... I'm gonna, uh, uh, my family's gonna step up here. We're gonna lead the way in giving towards our Legacy Sunday offering. This offering today goes to, goes to help pay off the debt on this building alone. So I wanna show you what we're doing in spite of the fact that we have debt on this building. And then just ask you a question. Imagine what we could do if we didn't have debt. And so I want you to be a part of that if you would. So between now and then, all I'm gonna ask you to do is just pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what your part to do uh, in this is. And so uh, between now and then, just be praying and just be obedient to whatever God tells you to do. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, Anytime that I talk about money, it is the most awkward thing I have to talk about. I would rather talk about sex than money. (laughs) It'd be a lot less awkward for me. I don't get embarrassed that easy, but when when it comes to money, it's awkward. And the reason why it's awkward for me is because I know what pastors do and what preachers do with money. 
And a lot of it ain't good. It ain't good. And I've watched and grown up in a, in a corrupt Christian system that has made it all about finances. And between the 70s, 80s, and 90s, we saw the church uh, take a hardcore turn towards some uh, really horrendous doctrines around money. And we're, seeing, we're, still, we're still seeing the, the fallout from a lot of that junk. And so it's hard for me as a pastor to talk to you about money, but you need it. It's a, it's a big part of your life. And so I, I just understand that it is awkward for me to share a lot of those things uh, on a personal level because I understand uh, how, how many times this has been done in a, in a really difficult uh, and wrong way. And so as we're getting into 2 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, the word of God makes it very clear how the Lord wants us to give. And I want you to see this for yourself, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Paul says this to the church, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. Now, I want you to notice the word each. Somebody say each. That's weird, each. It sounds weird when we all say it together. Say it again. Each. <laughs> I don't know why that just sounds weird to me. You must each decide in your heart what to give. It says this, don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, which by the way would have destroyed a lot of churches with just that scripture alone. And then it says this, for God loves a person who gives, say the next word. Come on, say it again. So I'm gonna give you a bunch of reasons to cheer today. And so as we're getting started, let me just say, I would like to hear a, a practice cheer. Let me hear what you can do, let me hear it. That's pretty good. That's not bad. But that's about what would happen if you're at a Baptist church and they just voted out the pastor that you didn't like. And be like, hey, no. I'm talking about what happens when you see what has been done on behalf of your generosity and finances, making a difference all around the world. What would that cheer sound like? Let me hear it. All right. Now you're ready to go. That's what I'm talking about right there. We're going to have some fun today because I get to show you some amazing things. Now, in, in God's word, it's very, very clear that there is a difference between just being generous and giving God's way. So being generous, a lot, of, a lot of people around our world outside of the church can be generous. There are plenty of things that you can give towards. There's plenty of needs. But there is a very different way that God wants his generosity to be done. And Paul makes it clear. I want to give you three things before we celebrate in a big way. Give you three things, three tips for godly giving. Three tips for godly giving. How do I know that, that, uh, that this is what the Lord wants me to do and not just because I feel sorry for someone? Right? How do I know the difference between really helping someone and hurting somebody? There are times where you're giving to a need and you're like, that didn't help them at all. It made them worse. Right? You see, I'm, I think I'm offering this person relief and what they really need is restoration. And so we need to understand that sometimes being generous does not solve the problem. It creates a bigger one. So I have to learn how to give God's way. The Lord knows where to give, when to give, how to give, and he expects his children to listen to him and to be obedient to what he says to do. There is a big difference between generosity and doing it God's way. God's way is clear, so it tells us these three things. Number one, it tells me that godly giving is a decision to make. It's not a feeling to have, it's a decision to make. It's that each of you must decide in your heart what does that mean? It tells us this, that you're going to have to tell your heart what you decided. You have to make a decision, and your heart will fall in line with what you decide. You can't give the other way around. 
It can't be I'm led by my heart because you're going to run out of money real fast. Let me just tell you. So the Holy Spirit wants to renew your mind. And then the Lord wants to begin to tell you through the power of the Spirit when to give, what to give, how to give. And God expects you to be obedient. He expects you to make a godly decision. The decision is, yes, I will obey. Not, oh, I feel bad. Right? So we have a statement here in our culture that says, choices lead and feelings follow. When you make the choice to do it God's way, your heart will line up with your godly choices. It will happen. We can't get it the other way around. I say it this way, if we give by what we feel, then I'll give too much or not enough, and in places where it makes no difference. You might be giving too much, might not be giving enough, but ultimately you won't make a difference with it. So the big purpose of our church, we've narrowed it down to what we call our growth track, uh, what we want people to do. We want people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and to make a difference. We want you to become who God has called you to be. We want you to be able to present you to the Lord, saying, Lord, as I stand and look at my life, I've made a difference with my life. How would I know that I did that? And what does a difference look like? God wants us to be able to make a difference with our life. You know, when God created the entire world, he does it in six days. On the seventh day, he rested and he looked back at all of creation. He said, it is good. I want you to be able to look back at this year and say, hey, that was good. It may not have been the perfect year in every area of my life, but in in, in the area of my finances, it was good. Why? Because I did it God's way. Godly giving is a decision that I have to make. Here's the second key I want you to see. Godly giving cannot be in response to pressure. It can't be. God's word is clear. He said, you must not give reluctantly or in response to pressure. Otherwise, it's just like paying bills. Right? Like, oh, the 15th, here it comes. It's the 15th. I better, I better give. Like, the Lord doesn't want us to, to give in response to pressure. It's not like that. He wants us to do it, he says, cheerfully. Right? So uh, if, if, the, if the church has now become a bunch of used car salesmen, putting pressure on people to give more money, give more money, give more money, you get no credit for that. If I give out of manipulation or pressure, I get no credit. I want to make sure that you see this in the first person because you don't get credit for that. That's called manipulation. That's called coercion. My job as a pastor is to equip you to do what God has called you to do and then to push you through it. Like my job is to get you to do it. So my job is not to hear from God for you. My job is to teach you how to hear from the Lord and encourage you to be obedient to what God has told you to do. That's my job as a pastor. You need to hear from God. You need to be led by the spirit. You need to make a decision. And then as a pastor, I'm going to encourage you to do what God's saying. Do what his word says. He wants us to be godly givers, to be good managers and stewards of his finances, not yours, they're his. The Bible is clear that everything belongs to the Lord. That means that you're not the owner, you're not the manager, uh, you're you're the steward. You're the steward, which leads me to point number three. I want to make sure that you see this in God's word, that godly giving is supposed to be done with great joy. Let me hear you cheer one more time. It's so much fun. When he says, I want you to give cheerfully, it's the Greek word hilarious. Now, you, can, you don't have to have a degree to figure out what word we get in the English language from the word hilarious. It means, <laughs> why? Because I'm being obedient, knowing that as I give in obedience in response to what the Holy Spirit is telling me, God's going to bless me with more. 
because he can trust me to manage what is his, not with what is mine. It is not mine, it is his. You see the difference? Godly giving is supposed to be done with great joy. This is where we say, Lord, I'm grateful that you're in authority over my finances. I'm grateful that you're Jehovah Jireh, not me. I'm grateful that you are El Shaddai, not El Chipo. God is an amazing God that does amazing things, and he expects his children to be obedient and to give where he says to give. And so I want to make sure that you see these points when it comes to godly giving. Otherwise, we get into the same rut that every other church falls into, where I get behind on something, and I come and milk God's people for more money. It happens a lot more than what you think. Actually, probably just as much as you think. It happens a lot. That ain't you, and that ain't me, and that ain't us. We are people that are led by the Spirit of God and that will walk in obedience to whatever God says. I want you to hear from God, and I want you to be obedient to what he tells you to do. You still with me? Godly giving is to be done with great joy. So it leads me to this point. So it's not necessarily what you give that matters to God, but how you give it. How you give it matters. It should be done with great joy. So as we're preparing to give today for our Heart for the House offering to reduce the debt on this building, which was originally $2.2 million, you guys have been so incredibly generous and faithful, and I'm believing that today we're going to take a big step towards that as well as you listen to the Lord and as you're obedient to whatever God tells you to do. As we're doing that, I want to get a chance to give you some things to cheer about. Let me hear you cheer one more time. Now, you're doing that just because I ask you to do Let me just tell you, in a couple minutes, you're going to get to hear uh, real statistics, real numbers of real people, real people in real places who your generosity, your giving has made an incredible life-changing difference. And this is happening not just here in Longview and not just in our world uh, that that we see in in our nation, but in the globe. It's, It's a big deal. It's making an eternal difference. And I want you to know that you are making a difference in the area of your finances, God's been incredibly good to us, and he's blessed us. So here's a couple things. I'm just going to start with the local level, and we're going to work through as fast as we can to the national level. I'm going to share with you as many wins as we can possibly fit into our time period, and uh, third service may just have to wait, because I'm just going to keep going. That's all right. So those of you that have served at Jesus Burger, in case you don't know what that is, on the third Saturday of every month, we send volunteers and some finances to cook burgers for people that are hungry. And so we do that right here on Highway 80, Um, and you guys have served and grilled 840 burgers this past year to feed a lot of people. That's 520 people. Some people ate twice. That's all right. Some people took a to-go box. But let me just tell you, you know, when you're talking about Arby's, we have the meats. High Ridge, we got the meats too. And, uh, and we're giving them out. So Jesus Burger is a big deal. And I just want to say on behalf of those who had their temporary needs met with a good burger, thank you. So let me hear a little cheer. 840 burgers is a big deal. For, and those of you who may not have ever grilled 840 burgers, let me just tell you, you need to work out beforehand. Uh, LCM is Longview Community Ministries, and so they provide meals, rent, utilities, dental services, life and job skills, uh, resume help for anybody that's struggling in Longview. And so they have a great process that they walk uh, people through to help them to get more than just some money or a handout. They actually want people to get better. And so it's important for us that as a church, we don't just hand people out money, but we get them through a process that will bring them more than relief. It'll bring them restoration, right? And so we're not just here to help addicts to get worse. We're here to help people find Jesus and get their needs met on a much uh, more in-depth level. LCM helps us to do that. 
And so through your financial resources, they served 5,882 homes right here in Longview this past year alone. Come on, somebody. 5,882 homes that were benefited directly because of your generosity. That's awesome. Uh, for those of you that are part of Highway 80 Rescue Mission, this, uh, this happens on the first Friday of every month. We send a team down there to, uh, to preach, to lead a service. And this is just, just our church alone. Uh, we've, we've had 265 men in those services, and we have seen 69 guys respond to the gospel. <laughs> And let me just say, um, that's a special place to me because out of those 69 responding to the gospel, all I think about is if you're, if you're living at Highway 80 Rescue Mission, it's because you burned a lot of bridges and there's a lot of people that have given up on you. People have had to create a lot of boundaries because they don't want you around. They don't want to take care of you, even if you're family. That takes a lot, right? And so these people are not just having a bad day. It's a bad season of life. And to watch 69 of these men come to Christ. That's an answer to a lot of wives' prayers, lots of moms, lots of grandmas, lots of pop-pops' prayers. I love that we get to see the end of the story when they accept Christ, when there's a life-change moment in their life. 69 men responding to the gospel at Highway 80 Rescue Mission, and that's because of your generosity, and I love it. Let's keep going. Uh, Thrive 360 is an amazing ministry that's happening right here in South Longview. It's an after-school program for a lot of underserved kids. And uh, I love what, uh, what Clint Holmes is doing with him and his team. And so this year we went and sat down with him and said, hey, I know that you have a, 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 lot, of, a lot of needs. What, what is it that we can do for you? And he said, honestly, you know, we have our, our resources, our needs are met, but what we could really use, I, I, I can't really ask for it. Like, what, what is that? He said, we need a day off. <laughs> we need a chance to just have some fun. We need a chance to just get away and bond together as a family and, and as a unit. We haven't really had that. We've been, uh, we've been busy, we're tired overworked and I'm like, we got you fam. And so we sent their entire team out to get an amazing hibachi dinner. These guys wanted to say thank you. They had a great meal because of your generosity. We also sent Clint Holmes and his wife to Tyler. We said, you guys go check into a hotel. We've got it covered. Enjoy the weekend away. Um, we've got you. And uh, I just want to say on behalf of Thrive 360 and a lot of kids that they're serving, thank you very much for that. It's a big deal. Come on, somebody. You're making a difference. It's a big deal. It means a lot to those kids. And uh, we've also done something that's very, uh, it's very, it's very special for our church. Um, one of the things that is so strong here in Longview, Texas is the spirit of competition between churches. And so we are directly trying to destroy that with a wrecking ball by being a resource church to help churches in this area get better in a lot of ways. So uh, just, just in this past year alone, we were able to connect with Pastor Shannon Pickard over at Revive Church. He's become a good friend. Uh, they were, yes, they're, uh, they were at the mall, the Longview Mall, um, a small church that was uh, given a fantastic building at the end of H.G. Uh, Mosley, I believe. H.G. Mosley? Yes. And uh, <laughs> they got into that building and they're starting to grow and people are coming. He's like, dude, I'm just like right on the edge of burnout. I don't know how to handle the amount of growth that's happening. Um, can you help me? And I'm like, I'm just, I'll be happy to help you. He said, what are you doing? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. But, but I'll tell you who can help you. And so we sent him, his wife, and their entire staff to Alabama to sit down to get system structure, policies, procedures, to get their uh, bylaws and stuff like that taken care of so that their staff could see it in real time and ask questions. We paid for the entire trip, the plane. Uh, we paid for their rental car, paid for their meals, paid for the registrations that you go, spend the weekend away, bond with your team, and you guys learn and get some help. And we paid for all of that because of your generosity. That's awesome. 
So Revive Church is very, very grateful. Their children's ministry is very grateful. We've connected with them, and we're just helping them to get healthy. We believe that when churches get healthy, it affects every other part of the city, and so we want to help them to get healthy. We've also been able to do that with, uh, with Righteous Rock Church, Pastor Thomas Stotts. If you know Pastor Thomas Stotts, we love them, and so he came and said, how are you guys doing all this? And we said the same answer. We don't know, but we know who does know. So we will fly you and your staff. We'll get you into a place where... Um, you can get all the training that you need, ask questions, get your hands dirty, and have people train you to be able to handle what God has called you to do. And so that's a big deal. They are extremely grateful for what God is doing at Righteous Rock. And so I just want to say on behalf of them, thank you very much. That's a cool thing. Uh, if you were hiding under a rock, let me tell you that last year, uh, this past year, we had uh, a horrific thing that happened, uh, a Uvalde uh, their school had an active shooter and, and killed many students, killed teachers, and it was a horrible, horrible season for those kids. And so we were able to team up with another ministry to get them some help. Um, one of the guys that was there said, hey, you know, I, it's gonna be a really difficult time for kids that are having to come back to school after all that. And so this school year, starting this school year was very difficult for them. Uh, we took care of, of the, all their backpacks and all their back to school supplies through your generosity, we made it as easy as possible just to let them know that there's people that care about you on a practical way. And so we're not just sending prayers, we're sending back to school supplies and getting our hands dirty so that they can at least not have to worry about that. And so on behalf of a lot of students there at Uvalde, they wanna make sure and tell you thank you for that. It means a lot to them. We had our very first FCA youth rally at Spring Hill, which was really, really cool. So. Pastor Zach and our youth team, I love watching these guys go. Uh, they had 350 teenagers show up, and, uh, and they were able to lead 55 teenagers to the Lord. Let me just tell you, I love that. Y'all are cheering like you, you were a teenager at one time. Let me tell you, it takes a lot to get a teenager to believe in Jesus and to actually have their life begin to change because of the gospel and uh, for 55 kids to respond to the Lord. That means a lot, and so on behalf of all those, I just wanna say thank you. There's a lot of wins there. Um, just for the sake of time, I'm gonna keep going. If you don't know Expectant Heart Ministries, that's a local thing. If you guys are uh, familiar with that, it's an awesome ministry helping a lot of single moms and unwed mothers and those that are having uh, that moment of crisis in pregnancy where the situation is not ideal. And so we love to step in and present some practical helps. We asked them, what can you guys actually need? And they, they said, a lot of our resources are taken care of, but we could ask you for something a little strange. Like, what is it that, you know, we can, we can do all kinds of strange stuff. We don't even care. What do you need? And they said, we'd like to have Christmas stockings for our moms to make Christmas a little better. I said, I got you, fam. And so you guys are able to provide eight different Christmas stockings. This was just uh, this past Thursday. So uh, that's a big deal. I know Miss Chanel and Expectant Heart, they, they, they want to say thank you for being able to step in in practical ways. That's a cool thing. I love what God is doing with Unite. Um, if you don't know about Unite, Unite is destroying that spirit of competition between churches uh, by giving churches and pastors what I think many of them need most, and that's just brotherhood. Uh, many of them do not have spiritual fathers. They don't have people that they can take off their pastor's hat with. They don't have places they can get resources. Um, they have uh, that spirit of competition that keeps them from ever asking for help. And so we've had to walk through, now we're partnering with 30 plus pastors that we've been able to develop a good network and relationships with that lets them know, I'm not here to compete with you, I'm here to help you. And so many of them are walking through incredibly difficult situations, things that they don't have anybody to talk to about, it's just them and their prayer life, and after a while it's like, God, are you even listening? And so being able to come together as peers and say, hey, I'm a pastor, you're a pastor, and be able to talk to brothers and develop that brotherhood, it means a lot. 
And so we've been able to partner. This has been four years now of us being able to partner together, and we're watching these relationships uh, really blossom. God's doing some great things there, and we believe that we can invest into the health of the local church. And if the pastor gets better, the church is going to get better. And so uh, we want to see that happen on a, on a huge level. And so we've actually, we're, we're doing things that other cities could not do. We're getting churches to work together. It is rare, my friends. It is rare to see that. I've never seen it, but it's happening. And God has somehow graced us to be able to do that. And I'm so grateful. Um, we've been able, there's, there's so many stories I could share with just Unite, but um, let me see. Uh, we also, through Unite, were able to provide uh, two teacher appreciation days for Judson Middle School. And I know that Danny Stanley and all his staff were very grateful that there's a ton of other things that we could share. Um, also, we teamed up with, with Lema, Ray Coates, and you guys, he's uh, on the board with, with Lema, uh, which is Longview Area Interna- Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance. Uh, they, I started talking in tongues. I blacked out for a second. I don't know what that was. Uh, but this is over 30 churches that have come together. Many of those are from South Longview. Many of those African-American churches. And uh, watching our brotherhood develop with them has been very cool. And so we wanted to, to bring them together to a Christmas party to get them to rub shoulders with one another, to just connect with one another, which is sometimes difficult for pastors and churches to do. And so we thought, what well, could get all those people there? And we said, swag, free stuff, right? You want to get a pastor to, get, to show up? Free stuff, and so we gave away an iPad, which uh, with this, this couple one, that's really cool to see. And so that was provided with your generosity. And I just want to say, hey, thank you for that. You created an environment where people actually showed up because we are not afraid to uh, give you a gift to get you to show up. Whatever it takes, right? We say we will do anything short of sin to get people to know Jesus. And uh, whatever it takes, we will do it. And so uh, that's been awesome to see what God has done through Unite and through Lema. And uh, we also had another church that said, hey, we've got all of our volunteers. We're doing a big uh, like banquet for all of the volunteers. Um, we don't have childcare. Can you guys help us out? And I said, we got you, fam. So we sent a whole team over there to do nothing but watch kids. Uh, there may be some lawsuits involved. Mistakes were made, but they're not my kids. They ain't your kids. <laughs> they're somebody's kids. Uh, but we had a great time. And so being able to serve another church in a very practical way by saying, we're gonna watch your kids while your volunteers don't have to do any work. They just get to get served. Uh, that's a big deal. And so on behalf of them, let me just say thank you for that. That's a big deal. Oh, that's so much fun. There's so many other stories I could tell you. I'm going to move on to, to Transformation Longview. So what is happening with Unite, getting pastors to work together, is now spinning off and helping businesses to get to work together. And we believe that in our city, if we can get leaders and business leaders, business owners, business operators to come and sit down at the table together, not in the spirit of competition, but in the spirit of unity, that we can make our city a much better place, getting businesses, nonprofits, leaders and thought leaders, influencers in our city to sit down at a table and to do more than just discuss their own agenda, to do more than just peacocking what we call, you know, just let, let everybody see how amazing you are, but to come together to actually do something special, special to share common values. And what we found is they actually did come and they're beginning to share values. And then we have a, an accountability step at the end of every session. It's an eight week thing where every week, these guys take an accountability step that everyone at the table can hold them accountable to in a way of making change. So we might say something like, uh, let's, let's grade ourselves in the area of rest. So on a scale of one to 10, where would you say your, your rest is right now? And of course, as leaders and influencers and business owners, we don't rest very well. And so we'd say, you know, I'm a three. You know, I'm trying to get better. I wish I was a four, but I'm, I'm about a three. And other guys, well, I'm a six and I'm lying. 
And so they would say at the end of that, okay, now at the, by the time we come back and meet next week, what is one thing that you will do that will prioritize rest for this week that the rest of us can hold you accountable to to make sure that you're doing what you say? And in the process of that, we're teaching them things that are very biblical, but they don't even realize it. We're taking them to church without even them realizing it. We taught them about the Sabbath, the importance of resting well. We've taught them about integrity and character, and they're holding each other accountable. You can take people to church without them knowing. If you don't call it a small group, if you don't call it a, a biblical curriculum, you call it a transformation table. They will come, and it works. So we are now the pilot program for what is soon to be launched all across our country. And let me just tell you, Longview is city number one where we're seeing this happen. Transformation Longview is working. So now we've, uh, this year alone, we launched 400 tables right here. 55 different businesses have taken on this and launched tables in their business. It's been awesome to see. We have 1,800 people in Longview alone that have participated in tables. One year. So as we met together, we thought, what are the biggest needs in our city and how do we get people to actually care? You know, many of them have their own pet projects, but you can't get them to sit down at the table and actually discuss it. And if you do, you get these egos and you get wild ideas and you get people that won't listen. And so coming up with a transformation table, a program, a curriculum where they'll sit down and begin to bond and hold each other accountable has been breathtaking and groundbreaking at the same time. It's awesome to see what God is doing in Transformation Longview. Uh, we gave away another 1,500 books at our Unite conference and we're watching God begin to do things that we don't even know how to track it, but it's happening. And I love, I love seeing the heart of that. It's, it's a big deal. And so Transformation Longview is that, and I think that's a big deal. Um, just, just in our church alone, I wanted to share with you some, some cool numbers that we were able to track down this year. Um, we've now broken 1,000 people on a weekend twice. That's a big deal. Uh, this is Longview. And for those of you watching at home, like, Longview, where is that? Uh, don't worry about it. You can't find us. But God can. And God's doing great things here. Um, we also were, speaking of people that are watching online, we were wondering how many people have watched our services online now? How many people are watching? We have 175,000 plus people that have watched our services online. That's an awesome thing. Let me say thank you to those that are watching online. It means a lot. Uh, there's a lot more than just one or two people watching at home that are sick. This has now reached the thousands, and that's a little scary. Because I'm wondering how many people I offended them. Probably a lot. I'm sorry. It is what it is. You, you clicked on it. Uh, it's, it's over, it's 178,000 plus and climbing even today. We've had 17 people uh, write in from places that they're only able to be reached uh, by the internet. They're only watching online. They've never been here. 17 people have accepted Christ and written in and said, hey, I heard your message. I responded to the gospel. This is an amazing thing. And so that's awesome to see. 17 different people. And in our services alone this year, we've had 325 people respond to the gospel. That's something worth cheering about. That's making a massive difference. I love that. Uh, we've also set our all-time record in, um, in, in coffees, lunches, uh, dinners, uh, meeting with people one-on-one, -on -one, going to different businesses. We have blown away that budget by a lot because God, because God gave us a word at the beginning of the year to simplify and there's nothing more simple than just spending time with people and asking, are you okay? So we didn't launch a bunch of new programs. We weren't uh, pushing our growth or our next plan or getting aggressive, any of that stuff. God told us to simplify and go back to just loving people. And we've worked really, really hard this year to spend a lot of time and a ton of money to just meet with people and say, how you doing? Are you okay? 
And let me just tell you, the responses that are coming back from a lot of people are, I'm grateful that you asked. I am not okay. I'm not doing well. And we're saying, let us help you. And we've been able to help a lot of people in a lot of ways. Some of those are still in process. Some of those got a long way to go, uh, but we're not stopping. God's done some great things in us, through us, and he's still making an incredible difference with us just simplifying and helping um, people. Let's move, uh, let's move to the global stage before I run out of time. Uh, just as of last week, you guys uh, collected 109 Christmas shoeboxes. And so 109 kids get to have Christmas all over the world because of your generosity. That's a big deal. You all are Santa Claus. You didn't even know it. And so uh, that's awesome. Uh, we ask you to, to do a, a very special missionary offering. And so other than just our monthly support, our yearly support for all of our missionaries all around the world, we like to, we like to give a little Christmas bonus, and that's a big deal. And we've tried to do that for a while and make it just part of who we are. And so each of our missionaries got a $2,500 Christmas bonus this year because of you. Woo, come on, somebody. Would you like a $2,500 Christmas bonus? Samesies. That's awesome. I love that. I love being able to be generous with with your money. It's awesome. <laughs> we, uh, there's some stories in here. I'm not going to be able to share uh, names or locations with you. We have uh, one missionary, and she is serving somewhere in Asia. Let me just tell you, they've been able to train 365 leaders and pastors on pastoral care, uh, vision setting, curriculum development, and execution, and a lot of one-on-one discipleship. And so this has been a big year for them. Uh, this past Mother's Day, they had 70 new families join them, which was awesome, in a place where the gospel is, is very illegal and underneath penalty of death. And so to have 70 new families, they could not meet together in person. They're meeting online. They're doing it on a Zoom call, but 70 families join them. Uh, that's a big deal. And so uh, they've been able to serve 1,195 people uh, in a very tough place. Uh, they even had one Afghan family came to church for the first time, not their church, to any church for the very first time. And that's a pretty cool story. Um, she contacted us a couple of weeks ago and said, I need transportation, I need a car. And I said, we got you, fam. So we're working on that. We're over halfway through to the money that she needs to be able to buy transportation. And so that's coming very, very quickly because I know that you're gonna be generous. You're gonna hear from the Lord and she's gonna have that. I believe, uh, without a doubt, by the end of today, it's gonna be something that we can take care of. And so that's awesome. I just wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you for your generosity on behalf of her. Uh, we have Danny and Peggy Thornton who are doing awesome work in Central and South America. Um, even today, it's, it's kind of wild. Because is, it, is it Argentina and France playing for the World Cup? Is that right? So they're in, uh, they're in Spain uh, preaching at a church uh, in French with an Argentinian translator. Only God could bring that together on Woke Up Sunday when people are in French are listening to an Argentinian translate into their language from Danny Thornton. So lots of cool things are happening there. Let me just share with you. Um, they served 142 ch- churches in Central and South America alone, trained 165 leaders, shared Christ with 1,956 people. They had 900 people plus respond to the gospel. That's a big deal. Love what they're doing. Love you, Danny and Peggy. We're praying for you and believing that even you can speak French through a couple of interpreters. That's awesome. Uh, I asked him if there's any specific story to to share with you guys, and he was telling me about the devastation they saw in Cuba. So Cuba is not something that you would see very much on the news, but he was shocked by the poverty, Uh, didn't know that it was that bad. So grocery stores, uh, their shelves are completely bare. There's no place to get money. You can't, can't do certain things. There's, there's blackouts constantly. There's no power, no electricity. Pastors are surviving and trying to do ministry on pennies. 
And so it is extremely difficult conditions. And so he was shocked to find out that they just can't even get electricity. And so he left with them, uh, left the pastor a flashlight to help him out in just a practical way. And so he sent, back a, he sent us back a picture of him doing homework with his daughter by the flashlight that Danny gave him. And so on behalf of a little girl that gets to do her homework because of a flashlight that you helped to provide, thank you. It means a lot. Man, there's so much here, and I've got to move. I've got to move fast. I'm sorry. We've got Dan and Nancy Hudson, which are working with JARS. Uh, they ministered to 40 different pastors. They served 840 people. They do a ministry with uh, ATVs and motorcycles, maintaining them and repairing them to get the gospel to places that cars can't go. And so it's awesome to see what God is doing there. Um, they've been able to train three different people in Cameroon, which has led to 200 language groups being given access to the Bible. That's an awesome thing on behalf of them in Cameroon. Thank you. Very cool. We have another, uh, another missionary couple, uh, just going to do the initials K and C. And so they are located deep in Muslim territory, reaching unreached people groups, translating the Bible and creating resources in local languages. They've been able to, to assist in their, in their company, able to assist 800,000 people to get the Bible in their native language, to read it and write it, be able to translate it. And that's a big deal on behalf of, of all of those serving right there in places that we can't even mention. Let me just say thank you for working so hard and, um, and taking danger and walking right into the middle of it, getting people the Bible is a big deal. Um, for older, can we cheer for just for, just for them for just a second? Is that right? I want to move on to Nicaragua. This is um, my friends Earl and Bev Rutledge. If you guys know the Rutledges, uh, they minister there in Nicaragua. They wanted us to send you a, a picture of 14 different pastors that they're serving and equipping and getting them training, helping them to get churches healthy in Nicaragua, and it's a big deal for them to be able to, to do that, to change their community. Uh, Earl and Bev had a, 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 had a hard year, and so they lost their son this past year in a motorcycle accident, and so um, that's after they were just able to come home again after being uh, shut out because of COVID. They could not even get back home. Many of us would have loved to spend a, a vacation in America, and they were having a hard time here. They wanted to be home, and Nicaragua is home to them. And so finally being able to get home and losing their son, it's been an incredibly tough season, but they will not quit. They will not give up. They're still on fire. On behalf of them, I just want to say thank you for your generosity to helping a family that's having a rough season. It means a lot. And so uh, thank you. Earl and Bev, we say thank you for doing what you're doing for the gospel of Christ. We also have John Romaine in Haiti who has served 600 orphans. They have an amazing ministry there. Uh, helping a lot of underserved kids. So they were hit hard by the COVID fallout, and they spent a lot of this past year just helping kids with mental health issues. Uh, lots of small groups, lots of prayer, um, lots of practical life and health skills and mental health stuff just to help these kids to recover. It's been a hard season for them, and so we love what John Romain's doing, and we're proud to stand with you. That's a big deal. Come on, somebody for Haiti. I gotta move faster. You guys aren't listening fast enough. Marcelo and Lee Gamaris, they're helping churches in Eastern Europe and Portugal. It's an honor to serve with them. Um, they've had 300 that they were able to serve this year, which is awesome. Um, they're doing uh, lots of pastoral stuff. They're doing lots of discipleship stuff, lots of street evangelism. And so for Eastern Europe and Portugal, for Marcelo and Lee, we just wanna say thank you to you for doing that. That's a big deal. Uh, we've now added Jake and Hannah Magnus. So these people have gone to Zanzibar, which I thought was a made-up name because uh, I'm not so good at the geographies. Uh, but apparently, the, the Lord has called them to Zanzibar. They're equipping pastors, and they're training them in evangelism and how to do it. Last month alone, in November, they had 17 people respond to the gospel, and that's awesome. So for Jake and Hannah, we say thank you. 
they needed help in getting their citizenship uh, transferred to Zanzibar. So there's lots of red tape and lots of things that you're just going to have to pay to get it done. And because of your generosity, they are now citizens in Zanzibar. We got that covered and taken care of. So awesome. Thank you for your generosity for Jake and for Hannah. Um, we've also partnered up now this year with John and Lisa Bevere. This is from Messenger International. And they are doing some fantastic things uh, by creating the number one language app in the world to translate Christian and biblical resources into dialects that there are no Christian and biblical resources. So this has now helped to bring Christ to people that could never have it in their own language right there within the uh, convenience of their phone. And so that's a big deal, which is, um, which is now provided 10 million free translated Christian resources to 870,000 users. This language app now, by the way, is, is number one in the world. YouTube is five. So they're knocking it out of the park with that. Uh, there's, a, there's a special note here from Dr. Joseph Sirwata, who's in Uganda, and he says this, um, our biggest need is not money, but it's solid teaching. He said, we lack literature for people to read and study on their own. So the, the more people we have in church who are less instructed by the word of God, the less solidity we have. He, uh, because of our partnership with you, we've been able to provide biblical resources now to millions. And so awesome. On behalf of John and Lisa, thank you for what you're doing with them. By the way, we've tallied it all up and we thought, what's the number of the amount of people that we've been able to reach with our generosity all over the world? And so we've lost, we lost track at over 23 million. Wow. Longview, Texas, baby. Yeah. 23 million people. That's just stupid big. It's us, it's me and you. I want you to know your giving's making a difference. I wanna share a story. Um, one of our Life in the Sweet Spot groups took the mandate to, to help somebody outside of, of, of their group to minister to someone on a practical level. So um, I just wanna share one out of the, the 14 or 15 stories that we had that came in of different ways that you guys met needs, and they were all amazing. But this one is special. This is from Pakistan. Uh, you guys helped to build and plan to dig out a well for a community that had no running water. That was done because of you, so on behalf of them, for those that now have clean water, Thank you very much for that. We're all also able to, uh, to rescue an orphan that was held, uh, uh, held against his will. That's a pretty big, uh, big story. I can share with you more about that. There's also the Rashid family that was, uh, that was held as, as slaves. Um, and it's, and they were, there's no other way to say it. It was horrific conditions. And because of your finances, we were able to get them out within about 48 hours and set them up for success. And uh, let me just share with you what I, what I can. Um, he says, my wife and my daughters have been repeatedly raped by our owner, and they beat my son so severely that they broke his leg and then made him still continue working with a broken leg. This is horrible conditions. Um, just to give you as, uh, just an overview of how bad it was. Uh, he says, but, uh, but by the grace of God, my son's surgery was done successfully. And uh, even the pastor that was helping them donated the blood during the son's surgery that he needed to have. That's a big deal. Um, given more than just the gospel, he's given his actual blood away. So now Mr. Rashid is his own business owner. He has his own vegetable stand because of you and your generosity. He wanted to make sure that I told you, thank you, High Ridge Church. You guys have made a difference. You talk about making a difference and living life in the sweet spot. That's, that's amazing. You delivered a family from slavery. Come on, somebody. Wow. Uh, there's so much that I, that, I could, that I could share with you, but uh, I want to take you back to January. In January of this year, we had a prophetic word from the Lord, which kind of um, 
For us, it dictates how we're gonna spend our money. And so we listen to the Lord, we try to be obedient to it, and I want you to do the same. But the Lord was very specific when he talked about our ministry. He told us to be steadfast. And so we took that as, uh, as just a mandate from the Lord that we're not launching any other new ministries, we're not taking on anything that's new. We're gonna be steadfast with what the Lord has given us and to manage it well, which is a big deal. And then he told us to simplify. And so we've worked really, really hard to just get back to the most simple, the most basic ways uh, of, of spreading the gospel, and that's just to love people and to do it very well. So we've taken a lot of complicated things, a lot of, we've taken the, the foot off the gas pedal and said, how can we just simplify and, and, and just simply be steadfast to what God has called us to do? Let's take better care of God's people. And so we've, we've worked really hard to do that. He also told us to stay the course. Stay the course and don't get pushed around by all the things that are happening in our world. And so we've been very, very uh, dedicated to staying the course. And the last word that we got was to shine like gold. And let me just tell you, baby, you shining. You are shining all around the globe, not just here in Longview, all around the world. Your giving is making a difference in huge ways. I wish I could share with you even more, uh, but let me just take the next couple of minutes and show you on video what you've been able to do. I got this on January the 8th when I was praying for the church. I heard uh, four phrases, four words for High Ridge. I hear stay the course, be steadfast, simplify, and shine like gold. People and institutions around you are going wobbly because they have built their hopes on shifting sands of pop culture philosophies. That new number on inflation, worse than expected, and as Americans well know, it remains painfully high across this, this country. This week, U.S. mortgage rates climbed to a near 20-year high. This morning, new concerns about gas prices spiking once again. Queen Elizabeth II has died at the age of 96. Vladimir Putin has just addressed the Russian people moments ago, announcing what Putin called the start of a military special operation, in his words, to demilitarize Ukraine. We are following the breaking news out of Texas and it is heartbreaking after a shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas.
sober for over a year now. that come on somebody we got something to cheer about amen i'm gonna have my uh my two children join me as well i asked you uh, a few weeks ago to begin to think about giving as a family and asking the lord what is what would be your part to do and so now is the part of the service i'm going to ask you to be obedient to whatever the lord has has shown for you to be a part of and so i want to let you know a uh, couple of couple of years ago we uh we we did this building uh, this building is, was a $2.2 million project, and because of you and because of your generosity, we are now at $1,088,000, 1.088. That's a big deal. Come on, somebody. So our, our mortgage payment on this building alone is about $10,000 a month, somewhere in there. Uh, we've been paying about twenty. dollars uh, because we believe that the scripture says run from dead. And so we're running as fast as our little legs can carry us because of your generosity. And I believe that today we're going to make a massive impact and take that debt back down to whatever it is that, you, uh, that you're being obedient to the Lord for, for your part. And so you'll notice on the seat back pocket in front of you, 
uh, is one of these cards. If you'd be so kind as to grab one of those cards. If you're watching online, there should be a there should be part of uh, the giving that's available to you. You can do that through the, the Church Center app. You can also do it through our website at highridgelv.com. And so my family's gonna be leading the way. We're gonna do this together as a family, which is so exciting to me. Um, I believe that it's important to teach your children how to lead in the areas of God, godly generosity and how to, how to tell people like, hey, I'm not doing anything that I, that I haven't done myself. And so uh, it's awesome for me to watch my son and my daughter be able to start their own families and move out into the areas of life that God has called for them to do that and to take these principles with them as well. And so March is, uh, my son's getting married, which is awesome to see. So his fiance is sitting right up there. You're supposed to be with us. Where are you? Anyways, uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's with great joy that my family can lead the way and say, hey, we're, we're choosing to do this together as a family. We want to encourage you and challenge you to do the same. So take a moment, if you would, and let's begin to pray and ask the Lord to confirm what he's already put in our hearts for us to do today. I want to pray for you. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come to speak to us, to help us to know exactly what to do and how to do it. Lord, today we decide in our hearts to be obedient to you, and we will do We will obey whatever it is that you say. Lord, we believe that if we're obedient, that you can do more with our finances than we could have ever dreamed. Lord, because of you, we're able to make a difference all around the world, and it is with joy in our hearts that we give today. Father, I pray that I haven't put pressure on anybody, but I've shown them what a joy it is to be a part leaving behind a legacy, a legacy that makes a difference. So we choose to give today in response to your leading as sons and daughters. We give today with joy. In Jesus' name, amen. You notice that the QR code is on there, so if you open up the camera app on your phone, this will take you directly to our giving portal. Uh, make sure that if it's going to Heart for the House, that you click on Heart for the House. There's a little drop-down menu there. Click Heart for the House and the amount that the Lord has spoken to you. I want to encourage you again, like, don't just give as an individual. Give with your family and show them. Let them be a part of it. Uh, it, it, it means more than you know. It's, it's a good thing. And so go ahead and once you've done that, would you go ahead and stand to your feet with me? I want you to also notice that on this card, there's a, there's a spot to be filled out. So this uh, is, if you would pray about what the Lord would have you give as a goal for next year. You say, I feel like the Lord might have me give this next year, so I'm gonna try to maybe make some small payments or anything that the Lord might be putting on my heart. This will help us to be able to make great financial decisions as we see what the Lord is already putting on your heart for next year. Once you're finished filling out this card, you can drop it in one of our giving stations right at the back. There's a box there. Drop it in the top, and that will help us out immensely. For everyone else, I'm gonna uh, let you know about a couple things. Uh, the next two weeks on Sundays, we will not have services here. So clean up the parking lot, but you, you can't stay here. And then also January 9th through the 11th is where we get the words for our church that are gonna dictate how we do everything. Um, we believe in responding to whatever God tells us to do. It's not my church, it's his church. And he tells us what he wants us to do. And it's our job to obey. And so I'm doing the best job as I, as I, that I can as your pastor to be obedient to what God has shown us. And so I want you to be a part of that. I want you to hear it for yourself. So you can see, I ain't making it up. The Lord said it, and we're gonna be obedient to do it. I believe that our response to the Lord's leading should always be, yes, I trust you. So as our elders and their wives come,
These guys are gonna remain standing here at the front as the service finishes up to be available to pray for you about whatever you might need prayer for. For all of you watching online, if you liked what you saw today, if you wanna share this around the world, click the share button, that means a lot to us. You guys are making a difference right where you are just by clicking the share button. Thank you for all of you who are giving online. It's making a difference in Longview, Texas and around the world. On behalf of all of our missionaries and outreach partners, all of our network of amazing people that are doing God's work all around the world, let me just say a very heartfelt thank you. You're making a difference. So from my family to yours, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, God bless you. Let me pray for you and send you out. Father, I pray that you bless my friends with an incredible week following after you all week long. In Jesus' name, and all of us said together, Amen. Merry Christmas. God bless you as you go. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our prayer is that you are encouraged and strengthened by the message. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review wherever you're listening. If you want to be a part of our online community, connect with us through Facebook or Instagram with the handle at HighRidgeLV, or you can check out our website at HighRidgeLV.com. Lastly, if this ministry has impacted your life and you'd like to support its work, visit highridgelv.com give. We appreciate your support and we're believing with you today for God's best in your life. Have an incredible week and we will see you next time.